So being back in New York to me has been very interesting. I am passing by a lot of places where in my past I've gone on dates. I think about the bar I went to in the East Village where somebody roofied me and then didn't take me home to fuck me. <laughs> what? I go to this bar and I have literally like three sips of a drink and I'm like, realize I'm roofied. And the crazy thing was someone roofied me, but then was like passed. Like, <laughs> was like, uh, like probably then engaged me and was yeah. like, in, in conversation was like, I don't want to fuck this guy. <laughs> hey, I'm Danny Passman. I'm a reality TV casting executive. I'm fierce as fuck. I'm Lauren Berger. I am all of those things as well. Welcome to Reality Therapy. We interview amazing people that want to be on reality TV, and we decide whether or not they should be stars on a reality television show or should just get therapy. <laughs> so, welcome to Reality welcome Therapy. Welcome to Reality Therapy, bitches. Woo! Mouth pop. <laughs> So Lauren, yesterday we recorded a podcast yes. and I was, I thought you weren't present. <laughs> I also had slept for two hours and had just gotten off a plane from Los but Angeles. But do you think sometimes, just being honest with you, do you think yeah. sometimes when people try to get to know you or to sort of peel some layers back, you shut down? Generally, there's not a giant microphone in my face when someone's trying to get to know me. So generally I am pretty free with information about myself. No, you're, are you good at just being free and open? Because I feel like even... Yeah. Yeah. The way you're speaking. Okay. Yes. Yeah, you sound mm-hmm. very clipped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Yeah, of course. So we're on a first date. Yeah. Um, no, I don't do that on a first okay. date. So this is my point. <laughs> <laughs> like, at some point, you might have to, like, open up to someone. I do open up to people. To but, like, what am I going to talk about? My, I have nothing to complain about. Life is good. But it's not complaining. It's opening up. It's sharing. It's a, Like, sharing what? Like, what don't you know about me? Why are you so fucked up? <laughs> Oh, it's all that. Shit. How do you? How would you? I, just how would you answer that question? How would you answer the question? Why, how? Why are you so? Well, I would talk about childhood trauma. I have no childhood trauma. I had a great childhood. I would talk about um, feelings of self doubt. Oh yeah, I have a lot of that. Yeah, but you. I'm vulnerable about no, that kind don't. of shit to you. Yeah, totally. Yes, I'm Im- immersed in self doubt constantly. You're, you're, and then, what are some imposter you know, syndrome? All of those like typical women things. What are, What are some tips and tricks you do to make yourself feel better? It's not easy to do that. I don't know. I talk myself off ledges constantly, though. Like metaphorical ledges. Yeah. Yes, okay. metaphorical <laughs> ledges. I do a lot of self talk. I do a lot of like. I do, you do yes, baby I'm, talk. Yes. Do you ever parent yourself? Do you ever read a book on parenting to learn how to love yourself? No. Well, I've done. No. But the one time I did go to a therapist for an extended period of time, she said something to me that I think I've carried with me constantly. Like, it was the one useful thing she said because she was kind of terrible. But she said to me, like, because I'm very hard on myself. And she said, every time you're being hard on yourself, like, think about yourself as a child. And that's the person that you're yelling at. So stop it. Like, well, be true. nice to that person. Well, it's like, like be, all of self-help yes, is about be you know, kind to healing your, your inner yeah. child. Yeah. So I do think about that. When I start to get really, like, self-deprecating about something, I stop and I like, think about well, that. And how, would like, you describe, oh. how would you describe child Lauren? Well, Lauren, child Lauren was very optimistic and very bouncy and sparkly. My mom used to call me the bouncy sparkle girl because I used to jump around. I was kind of crazy and, like. Very high energy and fourth if you were day. in a relationship, yeah, and and you were very vulnerable, and you finally let down some of these walls. Mm-hmm. Could you be bouncy, sparkly girl again? I think that I'm very bouncy and sparkly on occasion. Uh, uh, where? <laughs> when have you ever? I've never seen you bouncy, sparkly girl. <laughs> so like, this is good. I think. Hopefully, one, are you happy now? Are I'm you happy, happy now? now. I'm happy to know that one day, in theory, a man will be get to see bouncy, sparkly girl. Uh-huh. 
It's exciting. Babe, that's like a, that's like a uh, Gwen Stefani song. It's Bouncy Sparkle Girl, actually, not Sparkle. Uh, just so you know. How, yeah. how, what would Bouncy Sparkle Girl think about adult Lauren? She'd think she was cool. She'd be wondering why she wasn't married at my age. But, you know, other than that, she would be like, that's really cool. Your life is cool. What you do is cool. That's Your great. job is cool. Your life is cool. Your friends are cool. You're on a podcast. That's pretty cool. Maybe we're just different. Maybe I'm on a quest for, like, self enlightenment and so maybe you're maybe you don't need anything no that's what i'm trying to say you, i feel like you have a lot of issues with yourself as a person i don't think i've you do you talk about it you do Babe, I'm, I, yeah i, I, but, but I no don't way. have issues with myself as a person there are things that i want there are things that i would change but i think i i think i'm a good person i think i'm a nice person i think i have a good life oh i think heather's here hi heather hi, i am so sorry i was in one of those new york oh my god oh, don't worry about it so we have Heather Houseworth yeah, that's, on yeah, the podcast Houseworth, today. Yeah. And Lauren and I actually met Heather at a Mexican restaurant. Heather was really good friends with the owner. We're really good friends with yes, the owner. Jaime, the mm-hmm. best. And the thing that Lauren and I immediately were excited about, Heather, A, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She has a little bit of that, like, Sharon Stone. Wow, and I'll take that. she's also Whoa. works at, can we say where you work? Mm-hmm. She works at the New York Post in the video department. And which does the most batshit videos oh my ever. God. Yeah. You find such fascinating, amazing people that aren't always right for a full television series, but amazing people that... It's well, the and the, the Post has been such an inspiration to me personally. Like, I explain, like, what is your... What do you do at the Post? What like, do I let's do? Let's give some context. Sure. Yeah, okay. So, mm. thanks for having me, guys. This is fun. Thanks for being yeah, here. Yeah, this is really exciting. You look very cute. Um, what kind of... Who makes that shirt? Cute. I, don't, I think it's, like, Chico's. It's from my mother. It's oh. not... It is cute, It's not though. so it's chic, but it's, like, wannabe Versace. Oh, Heather, hard. this is a nice. fashion podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Right, Shout out to Chico's. <laughs> Making millennials dreams come true. I want to call myself a millennial now. Are you um, a millennial? No, I'm not. Well, I mean, technically, yeah, but I you know, I like to bash mm-hmm. them. So I work at the New York Post. I've been there for like four and a half years. And when I started, there was barely a video team. So I am on the original premium content team for the Post. And I basically scour the internet for... Uh, fun, interesting, quirky, spirited, weirdos. Spirited yeah. Americans. I, uh, spir- spirited individuals with great stories, <laughs> but also the wackier, the better, really irreverent, unapologetic, just kind of that sort of fulfill the voice of the post in some capacity. And so I look for individuals that I think maybe they should be on some kind of reality show. Over so the past couple of years, you yeah. brought up a lot of talent that you've met along your journey that, that I think might be prime. that you think are great yeah. and I've always been like that person's amazing for right. a four minute New York Post yeah, video yeah exactly but it's kind of yeah these we call them one offs yeah. but now mm-hmm. I'm working in series potentially yeah, and amazing. doing a lot of like That's sizzle cool. reels that mm-hmm. you know exploring different fringe weird Babe, worlds we need to that partner could, up together if you yeah I've it. got some really weird right. stuff in well the give pipe. me an example of like things that you've worked on that have in already come year. out yeah sure that you really are like like you've sent me some crazy yeah. shit yeah um, I mean crazy Interesting American. I think we should <laughs> kick it off with black market breast milk. What? Um, I did a story about this woman who's a prolific breast milk pumper, <laughs> and she has not stopped pumping for the last four years and change. Four years? It's a lot Damn. of pumping, a lot of breast milk. I could not relate on any level, but all of my <laughs> friends have babies, and everyone is pumping, and it's a disaster to watch. And were so you, I was talking to a colleague. Fed? I was breastfed, but I never asked how long I was breastfed for. Were you breastfed, Lauren? Probably no. not long enough. I wasn't breastfed at all. I think that's why I'm, really? I, I eat everything. And I think that's why I'm always thirsty. I drink so much water. 
You think that's why? I, none of my, no, like, none that's of us, my siblings were breastfeeding. No, I really am always none drinking. None of us have I'm thirst problems. You think breastfeeding you think th- quenches your... Okay. And you do or don't like nipples? That's a really interesting theory, Danny. I like um, to play with a nipple. Mm. Like, I'm not opposed Sure, to. you're not nipple shy. Yeah. You are obsessed with breasts, though, oddly. Yeah. For I, it's funny, because oh. I always say to Lauren that I'm a, I'm a good... You're a boob guy. No, that I'm very good at guessing bra sizes. Oh, really? He's I'm, not that good at it. I think you're a 34C. Oh, you're so generous. You size me up. You're 32B? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So, I've been, so I was talking to a print colleague, and she was going to explore a story about breast milk in general. And then we were talking about the, you know, there's, there's a black market for everything, basically. So, like, I look at stories, and I'm like, oh, what's, like, the <laughs> deep, dark underworld of that same story oh, that could cool. be, like, in the New York Post? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, baby, you're well-educated, That's educated, really cool. Right? Like, you went to college. I went to Tufts. Okay. Like, look, just because you're interested in, like, you're a cultural anthropologist, for lack of a better term, oh, doesn't make great. you uneducated. You right? guys are also ca- cultural, cultural anthropologists. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of similarities. I was listening yeah. to this podcast. I was yeah. like, <laughs> same, I get it. Well, same. the whole curiosity thing, we were talking about this the other day, too. Yeah. Like, the whole idea of like just everything makes you curious like you totally. see a small yeah, I, was, you talk I was to the people my mom never told me not to talk to strangers yeah uh, and really? neither did I my dad. Yeah, my dad would either. bring home strangers huh. regularly. Like he would, he was a big ping pong player. No one would play with him, so he would like find strays and they would play with him, like mm-hmm. the homeless guys down the street. But wow. your dad liked yeah. ping pong so much he'd bring a homeless people. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Oh, this is like Santa Monica in the seventies. Yeah, 70s? exactly. Yeah. yeah, but it was like the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still married? Um, they're not married. My dad's in Bali. My mom's in LA. In Bali? Yeah. He's Baby. like living his best Everything's life. Everything's tracking. Yeah. Is so, it? Yeah. So what's another story that you worked on? Uh, maybe the subway wizard. He was super weird and cool. He goes around riding the subway in a wizard outfit. And um, he grants people wishes. He wears this freaking wizard hat. And he has a big, long, gray beard. But he's 32 and he looks 87. And usually you don't talk to people on the subway unless you work at the New York Post or, like, in reality (laughs) television. In which case, you're like, all the subway creatures, give them to me. My wish is always saying, like, lose weight, get a boyfriend. Yeah, (laughs) like a Sam. Yeah, like, nobody wishes. No one's like, world peace. World peace. No, it's always like, I want to lose some weight. I want to get a boyfriend. What's another? You did something like... Like, uh, that was like I've done a lot of stories in the sex world because I went undercover to a sex party. That's what a lot of people. That's what comes up first when you Google my name. Generally, so people are like, "What's it like to go to a sex party?" I've wow. gone to I've gone to a few, and I went undercover to Sanctum, which is the high end sex party in LA. And after doing that, I did a ton of stories that are like sex lifestyle, sex positive, sex community related. That's cool. What yeah, did you do so at the like, sex party? Did you have to partake or no? No, I was kind of, I was like a voyeur, you know? So I got to just kind of like watch and peer into this world and watch everyone else. And it was like exciting to watch. And also kind of, you feel a little creepy. You're like, I'm watching sure. people like get it on. Like, what do I do with my hands? What did um, you wear? I ended up wearing this like, you know, lace, like beautiful lace bra and like a very tight skirt, like a black leather skirt and some heels. And I just was like, here we go. <laughs> and like, you know, check your phone at the door type thing, ready to roll. When you went in, did you find, you know, mostly men or mostly women or, or who was hitting on you? Everyone. Wow. Everyone hits on everyone. It's super fluid. It was actually a very like femme positive experience. A lot of very beautiful 
bisexual girls, bicurious girls. And like, I ended up making out with a girl. I'm straight, but you know, like whatever. Um, what I'm do you a, mean make a kissy? Yeah, we made out because she pounced on me and I was like, oh my God. And she was really pretty. And I was so astonished and taken back that I was like, I feel like this should be part of the experience. I didn't include this in my story, um, <laughs> but here we, we can share it here. Were there, any, were there any guy, like it for example, so I'm very self-conscious mm-hmm. taking my shirt off in public. Like, right. Were there any men wearing t-shirts or were they not? No, the guys in? are in tuxedos and the women wear lingerie. So you have to, the men have to pay. You're telling stories. It's all from that one trip to Sanctum. Well, after that story, and I always knew that stories that were related to sex trend on our site. And so I leaned into that and started kind of looking at sex adjacent stories. Like, you know, I I did a story on like a polyamorous hacienda in Brooklyn. And within that, I, I found saw that. Like I remember that four one. other mm-hmm. stories within that, like this guy, Kenneth Play, who lived there, who was a sex coach. And his job is he's like literally like on the sidelines, like coaching you <laughs> and your partner through sex moves. Oh, God. First, I discovered him. Then I discovered the polyamorous Hacienda that he lives in. Is he Hispanic? Like, why is it called Hacienda? He's, I don't know. I think they just wanted Brooklyn a thing. flavor Bushwick twist. Chateau would have been too fancy. So Hacienda's a little ratchet. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. right. So, yes, I was looking up sex coaches or sex therapists or something like that. And I came across Kenneth and it says, hi, I'm Kenneth and I have an average size penis. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) And he's like a funny Asian man with a ponytail. And I'm like, this is good. And so I emailed him. That was my email subject line. Hi, Kenneth, define average. (laughs) Time to know. Five inches, he says. Five inches, yeah. What you're doing is sort of a modern day Carrie Bradshaw. So how come you're single? Oh, it's a, I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. Is that what you were going with? Yeah, I go on a lot of first dates. I think the guys I like are too alpha probably and too like, you know, I don't know. But you're alpha. I guess a little bit. Maybe that's the problem. Are you a beta, Lauren? Uh, Yeah, probably. Really? I think so. I don't don't think I'm an alpha. I think I'm just aggressive, mm-hmm. but you know, you like, like you guys are talking about rejection in a lot of, in your other podcast episode. Mm. And oh. I was like, oh my God, I'm so good at rejection. It doesn't even phase me. I'm like, yeah, reject me. I don't know. It doesn't, <laughs> it, did, it never Whatever. phased me in work, but yeah, then it's it hard to like, once you take all that on, life. then you have to well, take it on more you in your personal life. Like, yeah. yeah. like I think that. in casting, if someone showed me 99 pieces of talent, I would pass on. 95. 95. It's so subjective. You know, it's also like, you have to have such a thick skin to do this. Absolutely. And also like, you know, I'll work on a project. I'm so excited. I go to a network. I pitch this talent. And then the last minute they back out. And, that's, and then you, you have, have to walk to away. And you have to yeah, walk that, away. The unattachment mm-hmm. thing is really tough. I mean, mm-hmm. like, and, and then, sometimes you're really relieved, you know? I was trying to do this story oh on the God, woman yes. who married her brother. And then she, like, threatened to kill herself and, like, fell off the map. And sometimes after you work somebody for a while and you're, like, really excited about them, eh, you know, like, maybe you dodged a bullet, you know? Or, like... It seems like she dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. Oh. Maybe just soon because I didn't soon. follow up because I didn't want to know. Too uh. soon. And then another woman who, like, you know, fucked her calculator or something like that. I was obsessed <laughs> with like, I'm obsessed with people that marry. Objectophilia? Yes, OS. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with so this. Cool. Obsessed. Maybe, maybe you used to be able to make your calculator say the word hello. Yes. Uh, and boobs. Yeah, and I boobs. can do that. And bo- I can say boobless. Do you think she would make it? <laughs> yeah, boobless you can do. Yeah, but do you think she'd make your calculator? Yeah. Like, you think oh. before she fucked so her calculator, she'd make it say something? I yeah, mean, boobless. Oh, wow, and she's like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm not boobless. Yeah. Fuck you, I'm not boobless. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Heather, we're, you know, on this podcast, it's a lot about, there's two things we do. One is we take call. We're about to make a phone call where we're going to call people who want to be on reality television and we decide, or maybe in the post, and we figure out: Are they a reality TV show, or do they just need therapy? therapy. 
And I love this so much. I love the premise of it. It tells me my mother is a shrink and oh, she's right, a broadcast yeah. news anchor turned psychologist. Really? Yeah. Was she on t- local She television? was on television in LA, Miami, Philadelphia, is she New York gorgeous? City. She's a very, very beautiful woman. Yes. And she's a Leo. So, you know, she walks oh. in the room and you notice her. So My mom's a Leo too. Power to us. Oh God. <laughs> oh, so fem- you guys are so fem positive. I know. So yes. we um, have a call and we... As always, don't know who the person is. We didn't book it. Dan or Donnie did, so obviously they're going to be terrible. Yeah. Uh, So let's do it. This is the story of how a film gets made. Final round. Three, two, one. Starring Josh Rubin. It's his first feature. You are the worst, Aya Cash. Can we not do this right now? (laughs) Oh, my God. SNL's Chris Red. He's not doing it for a paycheck. Okay. Okay. I'll see y'all. And the Tonight Show's Becky Drysdale. I already wiped out. The second <laughs> I walked hurt. into my room, ate shit. Join us for the making of Scare Me, a horror comedy from the brilliant mind of Josh Rubin. Did you really think I was so stupid I wouldn't recognize a run-on sentence? From screenplay, funding, casting, shoot days, music and sound, experience movie magic in all its glory. You can't handle hard conditions, then film isn't really for you. Wait a second, you don't like shooting in negative 15 (laughs) weather? Pulls his pants down, here it is. Bang! It's just like a fun way to like step your game up because everybody's so good around you. Sundance is the dream. This year you're gonna make a movie no matter what. Can you make a film on a shoestring budget? The main obstacle is like finding the money. There's nothing worse than investing in a movie. What is really paying for those movies is favors. Tear down the fourth wall of filmmaking with our crack team of investigators. To be completely honest, not a great time. This is not a good time. (laughs) Don't you come at me and try to get me to spill some stuff. This is Make Cool Shit, hosted by Aaron Heafitz. It doesn't get any better than that. Season one, make a movie. Three, two, one. Coming soon, everywhere you enjoy podcasts. So I guess I'm going to learn the film business. Dan, can you just give us a uh, hint of who this is? His name is John. John with an N or John? John's, a- from, John's from Brooklyn, New York. He's a spirited American. Does okay. John have an H or no H? John. Yes. He has an H. J-O-H-N. <laughs> it's preferable, right? How old is John? I would say um, late 20s. Mm, perfect age for us. Little, is John gay? A old he is you, this Dan. white male. Is he gay or straight? Uh, I believe he's straight. But I'm gonna go ahead and get this call out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, girl. Yeah. Good afternoon. Hey, John. You Hi, John. Dan, Lauren, and Heather. Hi, John. Welcome to Reality Greetings. Therapy. I just Thank found you. out you're a straight white male, so I'm gonna kind of go a little quiet on this call. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be. I've heard your other shows. This is gonna be a little different from what you're used to hearing. We're gonna talk a little bit about a sports concept. Oh. Can I ask you a question? Are you you masturbating? Because you sound (laughs) breathy. Am I what? Are you jerking off while you're on the phone with us? You sound very very breathy. No, no. So anyway, so wait, so am I to understand that you have an idea for a show instead of something about yourself? 
I would be part of the show as well. I'm on a baseball team. I have all these 30-year-old buddies who uh, take it very seriously, all very Italian, and we're on a team called the Brooklyn Bandits. Mm. And they get very into it. Uh, face paint. I, I, I'm sorry, John, to cut you off. I just left New York after living there for 15 years, and this is the reason why I left. I can't, I, I, I can't stand turn, this voice. Yeah. I miss so, the anyway. LA voice. I miss all of that. Like, hey, the Brooklyn Bandits. So you guys are a league are you, or a team? You guys, Heather's or... on her phone. She's doing a quick search in Brooklyn Bandits. <laughs> I need to. Thank see you, them. Heather, for taking interest in it. The and team, you're Italian. Uh, yes. Okay. But I, I don't have an Italian last name. But there's all beautiful Italian last names on the team. I'm gonna recite them: Papa Bianco, Bono, Calumbano, Ventra. I like the Scato. way you say them. I got all these beautiful players on the team. They're all gorgeous. They all have personalities. They have little nicknames, little handshakes. And we're a horrible team. We're horrible. So you're, it's a league? Is it like a local league? It's a men's league. All, all, are, most um, of these, are most of these guys single? I'm not sure. Uh, they're all, most of them are married. Some of them, one or two even have a baby now. And maybe the, so, the families would come to the game. We, let me tell you about the main character of this, the one that people are going to get behind. Mm-hmm. is an Asian player. He was adopted into an Italian family. He's an Asian player, and he won MVP in the league. He's the best pitcher. He's the best hitter. And, uh, you know, so we do have that star power on the show, potentially. And it's this odd star power, and his last name is Italian. So we got Eric Scott, though. He's the, he's the, the most valuable player in the league, and uh, but, but he's getting old. He's working for Amazon. He's getting chubby. So we get to see him kind of... Go to seed. Uh, so do you kind of <laughs> see this as like a comedy, like almost like a reality comedy about a group of guys yeah. and the yeah. and the women in their lives and they're all come together to play baseball? Yeah. And then at the end, at the end of the episode, it all builds up. There's two games a week. It builds up to the double header and you get to see the, the results. So you maybe the sports fan gets involved, too. But, yeah, some of the characters are comical. Uh, yeah, there's these two guys, uh, JJ and Chris Venture, the two wild maniacs, and they call themselves the Swagger Twins. Oy. And they have tattoos and they give little handshakes. So how long are the seasons? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, they're summer length. Uh, they end in, in August. Okay. And, so uh, yeah. is there like a lot going on between the other teams in the league? Like are there grudge matches? Yeah, are grudge there matches histrionics? Like what? The, Sp- the Spanish baseball teams, that they're singing little songs. So it's like, West like Side, it's like West Side Story for men? Yes. I was punched in the face at a baseball game okay. a, a year or two ago. Can I ask you a quick question? Can I ask you a quick little fetishy question? Yes, sir. I know you're talking about being punched, and I'm, that's not my fetish. Do you <laughs> have nice calves? No. No. Oh. I have skinny legs. I'm going to pass head. on this show, guys. But the, but the <laughs> because of the legs. It sounds like there's a lot of big personalities in this league. It's kind of funny. I wish there were, there were like, it's kind of male docus or a little... No, but it's not about the male docus. I think it's about their girlfriends and their wives. Sure. I oh think my it's God. Also a like subculture. players' wives for yeah. like a like local... For, like local. for a local baseball yeah. team. That would be but it's also a subculture of the Italian and then the wacky Asian guy that just somehow got adopted by an Italian family. But he's the best yeah. player on the team. He's the best player in the league. He's the best wow. player in the league. Uh, How big but, is the league? How many teams are there? Well, let me just say that, that that main player, his calves for for an Asian person, for any person, are huge. There you go, Girls, I need to go to the bathroom for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you a quick question, John. Are you single? Are you dating? What's going on? You have nice calves, Danny. I've, I've, I have really the best do. legs in the world. Wow. Yeah, you really. I was just looking. Okay. At in the world? Wow. So hot. John, are you in a relationship? 
I am not. I'm one of the uh, few players on the on that team. I, I'll keep bringing it back to the to the uh, to the the Brooklyn Bandits, but I'm one of the few that does not. Anyway. So, John, um, I know you don't know Lauren, but you've listened to the podcast. What do you find attractive about her? I like her voice. I think she sounds beautiful. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> She's got a nice voice. Where are you from, Laura? I'm from Long Island. I I, I thought so. And yeah, Dan, you know. how about you? How about yourself? Me or me? Yes, you. Oh, yeah. okay. um, I, I'm very private. I'm, don't feel, I'm She's from, the next girl from Nyack. Yeah, She's an upstate yeah, girl. I'm an upstate girl from Nyack, New York, <laughs> and Heather's from Los Angeles. Let me go back for one second. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you care about my show idea at all? Yes, or? actually. Yes, I think so. I don't know. I actually think the Brooklyn Bandits might make a good New York Post short form yeah. subject. But, baby, okay. if you think about reality television, right? If you think about male television, you know, most male networks are looking for more male off the grid, more authentic male stuff. They're not looking for sports programming, like like a History Channel or Discovery Channel. So a uh, docu about a group of guys coming together to play baseball and there's an Asian guy with great legs, like <laughs> might, doesn't track. Also, if you're talking about like the wives and the girlfriends, maybe you could... Go to a more female network. I'm just, I'm. Struggling. I think it would make an ex. It would make a really fun scripted show. Let's have some general appeal uh, for it. That, that's uh, that's the beauty of. No, but it's 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 not us. It's the networks. I mean, honestly, like this is what what makes our job so challenging, is that there are things that we all find interesting as humans, but also there are things that we know will or will not sell, and it's unfortunate, but that's just sort of the weird risk we have to run because like i think this is cool i would watch it but you would oh, yeah. watch, I, 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 I would never know. watch this show. i would watch this scripted show we would need just, some some players that had like you know some challenges maybe missing a limb i think the rec leagues mm-hmm. are interesting because of how seriously people take them too like I'm, and like he was talking about the fans before like people who paint their faces and go yeah. nuts oh, for like, like a local angle. team like yeah. again it's something that's so hard to nail down. I think it would just be better scripted. I think the more but, obscure uh, ones like handball or like, you know, ultimate frisbee. Or axe throwing? A, oh, brilliant axe throwing. So, Most John, what it. what is it about Lauren's voice that you find appealing? Danny, for fuck's sake. It's just got this nice it is kind of, sexy. I would agree. It's got this mid-range, Thanks, guys. mid-range warmth. Sexy. Babe, you know what, shut up. You know, He's saying you have mid-range warmth. Listen, go on. You hear that kind of nice mid poking through. There's not too much drill. There's not too much bass. It's nice in the center, yes? <laughs> uh, I think Lauren's blushing. First time I've seen her blush. You guys, yeah. I, oh, let's call a plumber. I think Lauren's basement's flooding. I think anyway. this is, um, what is it? It's uh, bubbly, giggly Lauren. Is that what we're seeing? Bouncy sparkle. Bouncy sparkle. Bouncy sparkle. Anyway, guys. So, John, yeah. I think for me personally, I, I don't know if I could sell this. Mm-hmm. I'm Heather, I, I've, li- I've listened to every show so far, every single one. You well, the there's been bastard. three, but- you're giving the poor guy a little bit of hope at the end. Uh, <laughs> this one, he's being a little more real. It. Tell everybody, I got to look into it. Let well, me, this let one, me, he's just... I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to look into it. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, it was a good shot. Um, it was a good I shot. I would love for you to text me a photo of yourself so I can show Lauren, because I think she wants to know who thinks her voice sounds attractive. Yep. All right. Yeah. John, thank you so much Thumb, for calling. We really Lauren. appreciate your you time. You sound like a very nice, spirited yes. American. Yeah. You thank did. you so much. Let's do it. Bye, babe. Bye. Bye. I'm going to... Uh, pass it on to... Well, I've already passed to John. You passed his face. Oh, I yeah, think... I passed, um, I passed the 10 seconds into hearing his voice. Lauren, as someone... <laughs> I know you don't date a lot. And I know that... <laughs> oh, my God. You don't me. put yourself out there. When John said that your voice sounded 
sexy. Did it was I, very nice. It was very sweet. No, but you turned I feel red. Very like, complimented. Like, did you, I turn red? But you remember how we talked about what kind of porn you'd watch if it's a zombie? What porn is in your <laughs> no, mental spank you, bank no, no, no. for a zombie apocalypse? You talked about would that. You add, talking about would that. you add John to your mental sure. spank bank? I don't know what he looks like, but sure. But even better. I would say John's five nine, decent build, nothing special. Uh, like wife feeders all the time. Yeah, I'm like total wife feeder. <laughs> um, into it. All right. Anyway, well, so it's a passion. Heather, it's thank a passion, you so much everyone. for coming. Guys, thank you for yes. having me. This is this great. Is awesome you look so pretty. Those are here. cute little shoes. Oh my god, you're so complimentary. I love that Chico shirt. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Chico sponsor us. Thank you. Bye. 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 